You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Anthony Castron, and this is our Kansas City Royals podcast where we are reviewing the 2016 season in total. And Jeffrey Flanagan covered the 2016 season for MLB.com. He joins us now. And Jeffrey, obviously, this was not the year the Royals won it. This was not the follow-up to the World Series championship, and yet, you know, we know in this game how difficult it is uh, to, to follow a World Series championship with, with another. Uh, Royals fall short of October. Uh, the wear and tear uh, of the last two postseason runs really seem to reveal itself this year on the injury front and in some cases on the performance front. Yeah, yeah I think you really hit it on the head there. I think uh, what I witnessed was just a team that just kind of got wore down. Um, they, they were able to uh, kind of get it together and make a great run in August uh, at one point winning 18 out of 22, but Eventually, just kind of ran out of gas. Lorenzo Cain got hurt again, and uh, you know they've had Moustakis out for most of the season. Um, Alice Gordon's missed a bunch of time. Just all the injuries that you didn't see happen to this team in 14 and 15 all caught up to him in 16. And uh, and I, I do think there was some emotional uh, fatigue too, uh, just from the from the long runs in 14 and 15, playing all the way till November. And I, I just didn't. I didn't think they could sustain it all year, uh, energy-wise, and uh, as it turned out, uh, the, their, the tank was empty. Yeah, and you think back, you know, as late into the season as I'd say early to mid-June, it, it still felt like you know the, the Royals had that that edge, and you know, bound to repeat uh, as AL Central champions. But at the same time, I, I think when Mike Mustakas's injury, uh, when he tore his ACL uh, in late May, that that seemed to be the the one that was really. Uh, Boy, you really start to think, okay, this this might not be the year for the Royals. Yeah, there's certain guys on this team that are, you know, it, for whatever reason, are, are irreplaceable. You, you would start with Salvador Perez, uh, and Lorenzo Cain's another guy who's an igniter. Their record with him and without him is amazing. Those splits are, and the other guy is Mike Mustakis, who, who I think they really missed. He was off to a terrific start. He had, a, I think, he had seven home runs uh, in early May when he got hurt. You know, you project that out. He was off. He was headed for a 25-30 home run season. Yeah. Uh, and Chester Cuthbert's done a great job filling in for him. He did a great job filling in for him, but <laughs> he's just not Mike Mustakis in terms of leadership. Uh, what Moose means in late innings and all the big hits, the big home runs that Moose got. So going forward to 2017, Ned's talked about this many times on the stretches. That he cannot wait to get a healthy Mike Mustakis and a healthy Lorenzo came back. Yeah, those will be uh, like like free agent additions in a sense. Uh, you know, one guy who was uh, a free agent addition, surprisingly, was Alex Gordon. That was a big deal for the Royals to be able to re-sign Alex. Uh, when it was, they went into last offseason, it, it seemed like everybody was conceding the fact that he was going to go elsewhere, but they're able to work things out. But you know, Alex Gordon just wasn't Alex Gordon this year. No, he wasn't, and uh, you know, he never said this out loud, but I could tell him the last few weeks he just could not wait to just flush the 2016 season and start over next spring and surprise. And uh, I think he'll, I'd fully expect him to bounce back and have an Alex Gordon-type season next year. Um, he's just too good of a player, too talented, takes care of himself too well. Um, every every athlete out there in the world has an off season, and we just saw it from Alex. You mentioned Chesler Cuff, Cuthbert and the, and the job he did filling in for Moustakas. Whit Merrifield really stepped up for a team that uh, DFA'd Omar and Fonte mid, midway through the year at second base. Uh, Paulo Orlando really stepped up in, in, in some big stretches uh, with, with Alex Gordon on the shelf. Um, the Royals showed their depth a little bit this year with, with, with some of these guys making unexpected contributions. Yeah, that's certainly going to help going into 2000, 2017, too. And 
you know, another guy you didn't mention was Rello Mondesi, who's their yeah. top prospect, who got a lot of playing time in the last couple of months, and that's going to be immeasurable. And, and as he goes into spring training, trying to win the second base job, but yeah, all those guys you mentioned, Cuthbert, Orlando, with Merrifield, uh, all got a lot of valuable experience that will help the depth of this team uh, going into 2017. Another thing that will help is Danny Duffy in the rotation, and mm. you look at the rotation—a huge step forward for Duffy. And also Ian Kennedy uh, was kind of a, a panned uh, free agent signing in the industry, and, and he, he really did well for them as well. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was one of those contracts that everybody just kind of scratched their head at. Go, what are they doing? But uh, he was, you know, throughout the course of the season, I'm talking about from opening day to the end of the season, he was probably their most reliable guy because Danny didn't join the rotation until until May. So uh, they got their money's worth out of him for sure. And um, you know, coming back to next year, you're going to have him. You're going to have uh, Jordano Ventura. And, and another guy that we haven't mentioned is Jason Vargas, who uh, finished yeah. strong down the stretch coming off of Tommy John surgery. So the rotation that looked pretty bleak, you know, maybe a couple of months ago going into 17, um, looks pretty decent right now with those four. Duffy was kind of putting himself in the Cy Young conversation there for a minute. Obviously, it was hard to maintain that pace, but, geez, they had to be really encouraged by what he gave them this year. Absolutely. I mean, this is the guy they've been waiting for for how many years now, and he just put it all together at once. And, you know, think back to some of the amazing games he had over the season, that, that game against Tampa Bay when he almost no-hit him and struck out a franchise record 16. And, um, you know, he started the year in the bullpen, and he was very happy in that role too because he was contributing and because of injuries um, was was asked to be in the rotation again and uh, just, uh, just did a terrific job and, you know, probably has earned himself uh, – a multi-year deal. And how about Ventura, Jeffrey? Uh, obviously, there was hope that you know he'd take a great leap forward in terms of consistency uh, here in 2016. A young guy who's certainly shown major flashes uh, in years past. But what did you make of his 2016 season? Just kind of puzzling. You know, he would have stretches where he looked like he's found it. You know, and you always kind of go back to uh, the kid that he was in 2014 in Game Six of the World Series, stepping up and beating the Giants, and you would just wonder. Why can't that kid be more consistent uh, throughout? And he just wasn't this year. You know, the numbers were below average. Um, he's got all the stuff. You know, he even, I think he even got better emotionally. You know, not doing his antics that he's had in past past years and, and even earlier this year. So uh, you kind of hope that at some point the light goes on for him, or uh, as it did for Danny Duff. And if that happens, they're going to really have a top, you know, power two arms in, in the top of the rotation. Jeffrey, obviously this, this club, uh, so much of the way it's constructed, it, it's built around the idea of maximizing this window of contention. Uh, that didn't happen in 2016, but it, it's still well built uh, for 2017. As we go into the off season, and admittedly early to start thinking about the hot stove season, we need the entire postseason to play out first, but um, what do you make of this club in, in, in terms of uh, the, the signature areas that it's going to need to address here this winter? Well, definitely going to have to. I know Dayton and I talked about this last week is, uh, one of the ingredients that was really missing down the stretch as they faded out of contention was not having a shutdown bullpen. Uh, that's been their their trademark, as you know, for well, the last four years. And it just did not happen in the second half of this year for some reason. And uh, that's the one thing that's one area he wants to shore up the most. I mean, I think that's going to be his top priority. You're going to have Wade Davis coming back. You're going to have Kelvin Herrera coming back. 
you're going to have Joaquin Soria coming back in some role. I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, it might be in the bullpen. It might be in the rotation. Uh, you might have Matt Strom, you know, the rookie uh, fireballer who uh, really did a terrific job. He might be in the bullpen and not the rotation. So, but he wants. He's definitely going to want to add one or two arms down there and get back to a, to that shutdown, lockdown bullpen that Ned loves so much. So, I'd say that's priority number one. Of course, they've got to figure out what to do with Kendrick Morales at DH. He's coming coming off a terrific season again. Uh, it's going to be a free agent. Uh, do you want him back for and how much money can you spend on that? Uh, and then, you know, maybe right field um, is another area. Paul Orlando did a terrific job, but did he produce enough, you know, in terms of just overall run production? Was that enough? Um, we'll, we'll find out how the Royals feel about that. And then, of course, like everyone else, they'll, they'll want to find some magical fifth starter somewhere. <laughs> and one addition they, they'll make this winter, this, this October, is rest. Something they haven't had the last yeah. year, and uh, again, we've we've seen it with many many uh, uh, contenders past, where the uh, the lag effect the following year catches up to you. So uh, the Royals will get their rest this October, and we'll continue to see where they take this thing in 2017. I want to thank Jeffrey Flanagan for joining us throughout the 2016 season, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.